How you doing, y'all? And welcome to Confidence. And on today's episode, we've got a nice little roundup. I'm gonna call it a roundup. Uh, I actually, I used to really like cowboys back in the day. And I'm talking about like when I was like five years old, that was my shit. Halloween costume, dressed up as a little cowboy. I always wanted to be in the wild, wild west. And look where I'm at. I'm in Arizona, in old town, the wild, wild motherfucking west. And honestly, it's definitely changed, but I would say it's the same vibe. Like I feel like a cowboy. But like, you know, like a modern day one, like a city boy, a cowboy, <laughs> city boy, a cowboy. Anyways. All right. Uh, on today's episode, we are going to hit three main topics today. Um, first one is going to be, we are going to talk about a video that explains women wanting men to make the first move and men being scared to make the first move. We're then going to go over a question where someone asked me, what does a guy consider bad sex? And then the last topic is, how do I get over somebody quickly, especially when I know it's not the right thing for me? So we're going to tackle all three of those topics today. Before we get into that, obviously, again, I'm going to give you some personal lowdown on my situation that I have cooking um, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of background on my life. Uh, and besides that, yeah, I mean, let's just get it rolling. Let's get it popping. Let's get right into it. So. Um, you know, recently, um, you know, obviously if you guys have been following along with the podcast, I have been in a long distance situation. That's what we're going to call it. And it's interesting because Valentine's day just passed and that was, you know, you know, kind of cool. You know, I, I, I did some stuff. I got some gifts. I honestly got her two gifts. Uh, I got something that was delivered to her house and then I have something that's going to be over here. I paid for her plane ticket. She's also coming to visit me as well. Um, so she's actually going to be here this week for another 48 hours, almost three days. Yay. I'm going to see her again. Uh, and it's kind of crazy because again, I have been telling you guys like, you know, since we started talking, um, this is going to be our fourth rendezvous ever. Um, and you know, when I really look at it like that, it's kind of crazy because when I look back at it right now, we are pretty much almost three months into this, right? Where we've been kind of talking that's, I mean, since the moment I've ever met her in my life. Um, so obviously it's still like weirdly fresh, but you know, honestly things are, um, interesting to say the least, but honestly they are very good. It's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I really like this. I'm really enjoying this. Like the communication is on point. Like there's no really, I mean, there's a little bit of bickering and we're going to talk about that. But just for the most part, like overall, it's really nice to be in something that's very consistent. Like two people that are genuinely showing up for each other um, just as much as we can from the place that we're at. But here's what makes things very confusing um, and very difficult. Last time I kind of talked to you guys about how, you know, I had this hard conversation with her about getting my needs met in this relationship and just kind of how like sometimes we spend a little bit too much time on the phone. We got to have better boundaries around that. And we also talked about having just better communication and obviously having to plan to see each other. So here we are, we have a plan to see each other. But when I really think about it, um, not that I want to get further ahead of myself than I am, but that's what I, I feel like all of our minds tend to do when we're in like a situation, right? I feel like we're always thinking about the next step. We're always thinking about where is it going to go? What's going to happen to it? And what's interesting is, is like you really try to, you, you got to just be as present as you possibly can. And that, I think that is something that I have really changed my mindset on. I think when it comes to dating lately is, yo, not everything needs to be the home run. Not everything needs to be like, you don't have to know if you're going to marry this person or not. You really have to just ask yourself like, yo, do I enjoy doing this in the present moment? Is it making my life better? Is it enhancing my mood? Is it enhancing the things that I'm doing? And if that answer is yes in the current moment, you don't really need to have all the other things figured out. So I guess that's kind of where I'm at with it, which is interesting is I'm like, I know I like you. You know, uh, we're at this point where we are exclusively like talking, right? So I'm not like physically cheating on her um, and I'm not emotionally cheating on her. Now, here's the thing. It, it's a really strange place to be because again, it's like we're in this pseudo type relationship, but also there's kind of still that element of, all right, but we're not even really there yet either. Like we had this conversation a couple of days ago where I'm like, I, I mean, to be honest, like, you know, we're not fully committed to each other. Um, so that's what makes it really interesting, right? Because we kind of have these boundaries in place, but we're not necessarily fully committed. So where is that gray area? 
And I feel like here's the thing, like for me personally, I'm not out here trying to like maneuver on people or like, you know, press on people. I'm not like shooting my shot in DMs. I'm not fucking wilding out. None of that. Right. Like I just cut that shit out, even for my own sake. You know, it's been really good to focus on the things that I really care about, um, more importantly. But also at the same time, too, I still feel like there is more things and more boundaries we need to get to. Um, and what's interesting for me is, and and this is something that I've been thinking about a lot, is, you know, how you're appearing on social media, and especially for me since I'm a creator, but I think everybody can relate to this in the sense of, like, how you're appearing on social media with your relationship. Valentine's Day just passed, right? And there's all these people that I saw that I was like, damn, I didn't even know you had a person, you know, you, all these people popped out with like, you know, tags and, you know, roses and all this stuff. And you're like, damn, okay. You see who's actually, you know, talking to people, but it's crazy. I think we live in like a society and a culture right now where social media, it's like, everybody's very hush hush about their relationships because it's not, it's almost not real until it's real. You know, it's not real until you're actually moving and doing the full thing. And I think for me, especially too, it's like, I don't think I'm going to put you out there and tell people you're my girlfriend. If I'm not a hundred percent there yet, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of hard because in some weird way, and I guess this is like the, the point I'm trying to make about not being fully committed is, you know, when you're not appearing in a relationship, it kind of technically leaves you available for people to at least talk to you. You know what I'm saying? You're not pushing people away, right? From having a conversation or friendship. And I think that's really what it comes down to, right? Is you're still leaving that room for, I, I feel like the gray area is when you're not fully committed to each other, but you're exclusive. The gray area that you're really looking at is, I have the ability to have friendships with the opposite sex and it can't bother you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a very weird thing. It's like you got to be cool with me also just being able to spend time with people that aren't you. You know what I'm saying? Spend my time any way I want it to and you just got to trust that I'm not going to fuck you over. But here's the other thing too and and this is and this is going to sound fucking crazy. And I'm dead I'm so real about this though. Like, yo, would I be disappointed if this girl was with somebody else, told me, hey, I met somebody, I'm really happy here, and I'm really sorry? To be honest, I would respect the fuck out of the truth, number one. If anybody ever did that to me, fucking God bless you. But, you know, the other part of me is like, because we aren't at that place yet, like, yes, I, I, I genuinely care about you a lot, right? But I'm really at the place in my life where I truly am comfortable with the truth. Like I would be comfortable with the fact that like if she turned around and told me, yo, she can't do this or she doesn't want to do long distance or she found somebody else and she's genuinely happy with that person, by all means, go be with that person. And there's no, honestly, and this is going to sound fucked up and, and I'm, I'm being so real. I know you guys might not believe me, but this is real. Like I would not hold any animosity. The only animosity I would hold is if somehow she was lying about seeing that person consistently and then she was going on a bunch of dates and doing that behind my back and kind of holding on to me. But if you kind of feel this, you know, need to go talk to other people and do whatever and you just have that inside you and you meet somebody and you're just like, damn, they're awesome. They're here. They're more present than by all means, go be with them. Seriously. And it's something that we're going to talk about later in the podcast too, about getting over people. Um, it's, it's not about being just detached. Like again, there's, there's emotions involved, but I, I think I'm talking for me personally at this stage of the game, right? Again, we're not fully dating. We're not at that full place yet. And that's what I'm trying to tell you is I think for people in this particular situation, when you're in that talking stage, you really do have to have a little bit of an element of all right, you know, listen, I care about you. You know, I appreciate you. I want this to work out, but I am okay if it doesn't. I am okay if it does not. And I think that really comes down to your self-worth. And that's something that we're going to talk about again later in the podcast um, is when you view your life and you love your life. And I really do, you know, I love my life. I love the things that I do. You know, I understand that sometimes these things might not work out. I also understand like, again, if this, I don't know, didn't necessarily work out. I don't know why I'm all saying this, like as if it's not going to, but my whole point is, is kind of keeping this attitude of like, 
you know what? Either way, it's okay. But I'm still going to be genuine. I'm still going to show up honest. So that's the difference too, though, is like, I think for a lot of people, if you're in some sort of situation where you're being exclusive to somebody or you're telling them something that you're capable of doing, hey, I'm not sleeping with other people or I'm not emotionally going to cheat on you, right? I'm not, I'm not just out here dating other people and like telling them I love them and shit, like telling them I like you and shit. No, none of that. But that's what I'm trying to say is like, just be genuine to your word, you know, be genuine to the things that you're doing. It doesn't mean though that you're then putting all of your eggs in one basket. You understand what I'm saying? Like, technically, do I want this to work? I'm like, yeah, I do. But I'm also at that place where I'm like, okay, I'm also understanding, right? I'm not romanticizing the situation too much. I've seen you, you know, three times technically in total in person, um, you know, and obviously we talk a lot. But the other thing is, is like, yo, there's there's a, a little bit of time for us to get to where we need to go, you know? Um, and I'll be, uh, let's let's just keep going deeper and let's keep getting real. I, I think, so me and my therapist actually talked about this uh, situation in depth a little bit. Um, and you know what she said to me? She said, you know, this person has all the things that you want and, or at least all the things that a good partner should be, Right. There's great communication, there's honesty, there's trust, uh, reliability. I mean, really just the basic needs and to me, really everything that you really do need in a long-term partner, somebody that I don't, is not going to fuck me over. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't believe that. Um, but I think what she really said to me was, is like, Chris, I think the only barrier between you and this relationship is, you know, are you truly ready for that? Are you really, are you truly ready to, you know, be with one person for a really long time? And I was like, you know, like it's really difficult because shit, like I feel like I do want that consistency and I want somebody and I feel like I'm ready for that. But on the other side, um, you know, I, I really do feel like there's a lot more that I also want to accomplish. And and I feel like sometimes what happens is, and I think a lot of guys experience this, is just like that push and pull internally of, you know, I, I got all this potential, I got all this life to live. And then on the same time too, it like, if I meet somebody cool and they're really dope and, and the chemistry is fire and everything's great, it's like, why can't I commit myself to that person? You know, should I not be? And so that's why this whole idea, again, of taking it day by day and not actually getting outside of that is like, I think I'm going to see whether or not this is going to be that, right? I'm going to see whether or not I enjoy this person. I'm going to see whether or not we're going to be able to maintain this uh, relationship long distance, you know, and there's pros and cons to it too, right? Like, you know, um, the pros in a weird way. And I, I didn't necessarily look at it. I think every situation you could look at like, all right, you know, yeah, something suck, but there's honestly some good things to it. Like being long distance, I do have the ability to work as much as I do. I can work 10, 12 hour days, uh, and not feel like, you know, I have to compromise my time overly. Uh, and then obviously when she's here, spend that time together. But on the flip side of the coin, it's like, you know, those phone calls sometimes can be draining, you know, especially if we're bickering about, little shit. And, you know, that's the other hard part too, is, you know, the actual personalities between two different people and me and her, and I, and I've mentioned this before, so I'm not going to like dig too deep into it, but it's just this element of like, yo, there are things that we have some beliefs that, um, I don't know if are, are directly in alignment, you know, uh, some political things and also some, uh, I don't know. I think just the way that we approach and attack life, but at the same time too, it is good vibes. It is good times. Like we really do support each other. It is majority of the time. Great. And I think that's really what you're looking for, um, in a person, but something that's going to be really tricky is like, okay, this is where it's going to get interesting. I have like car vlogs that I'm going to post about having gym crushes. And I actually showed them to her prior and I haven't even posted them yet. And I have these car vlogs and in the car vlogs, I'm talking about like, oh, Jim Crush and this girl that like is cute with frizzy hair and shit. And I feel like that's where it gets weird. You know what I'm saying? That's like this weird zone because online, you know, to you guys and to people, you know, obviously I, I still am technically single. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird because 
I still want to talk about my life and like have these like weird internal thoughts, but it's almost like I also don't want her to think that I'm fucking on her. You know what I'm saying? I'm not acting on the shit I'm talking about, right? If I have a crush on somebody or somebody's cute, like that's what it is. I'm just, I'm just talking shit. But, but that is very difficult because I'm sure if she was fucking doing that and she was posting it on her fucking Instagram, I'd probably be like, yeah, that's kind of fucking weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, what the fuck? But also at the same time too, it's like, again, where is that element of where are we in the journey? And the problem is my job, unfortunately, is a, a job where in order for me to be truly authentic and to, you know, give you guys the pieces of me that are very private, like this is the, this is the problem I run into, you know what I'm saying? This is the, really the issue for me. It's like, think about that. Like if you, you know, if you're dating somebody long distance and you know, you're both of you guys are not on social media, you know, obviously you keep that fucking thought to yourself, you know? And here's like a really weird thing. And just like some dead honesty, like I'm sure she's walking around and I'm sure there's a guy or two that she's probably thought was cute. You know, I think it would be impossible for her to not feel that way. You know what I'm saying? She's a human being. Um, and, and that's the thing too. It's like, it's not one of those things for me that like, I'm like, Oh my God, I need to act on this so hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh my gosh, she's so hot. She's hotter than the girl I got. You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not really like that. It's, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's like, I could appreciate this person. I could have this like fun little story, make it a little bit dramatic about like the crushes I have. But in reality, like when it comes down to it, it's like, yo, I'm not, I'm not fucking on you. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like fuck somebody else. I'm not going to like sneak around and like invite people over to my crib and not tell you. And uh, again, it's just a, it's just a really weird thing when you're in this little phase, because also I don't want to like overly post this situation and put this shit on a pedestal when also I don't necessarily know that we're going the distance yet. So it's so funny when you get to that like three month stage, like two and a half month stage of like, all right, like, you know, it's like the, what are we <laughs> situation? And in, tw and in our day and age, I feel like this is just so hard. It's hard to get the actual boundaries, you know, public, you know what I'm saying? To, to put it on your, it's, it's weird how it's like putting it on social media means you're official now. It's like, but in weird, in some weird way, it's like, it, it kind of is. It kind of does matter. It really does matter because that's your, that's your public persona. That is the way that you are appearing to the world. So that's where, again, it's confusing with me and this person is in public. I don't want to put off that I'm in a fucking relationship yet because truly I'm not, but also at the same time underneath in private, I'm also respecting this person. And I'm telling this person, yo, I'm not, I'm not going to fuck somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do that to you. Now, Granted, you know, again, life can happen. Things can happen. Um, uh, and that's why I even preface it with that is because I, I, I don't want to necessarily fully give that until I really truly am ready when I'm like, okay, no, 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 this is my girl. I can actually do this. I'm fully committed. I'm full in diving in no one else. Um, and I'm going to put you out there. The, the, the hard part for me though, right now is with that, is it's just hard with my job. You know, it's hard with the things that I'm doing. It's hard being so public. Like, I think some allure to a lot of people is, you know, it's nice just kind of having your own personal, you know what I'm saying? My own brand not be combined with another person. And honestly, I think I would be a lot more cool with me. Like, honestly, I think this process would have gotten a lot quicker. That's the thing too. It's like, three months is probably around the time where you probably do know like, okay, do I want to date you or not? It's like, this is what's really hard about long distance. And this situation is, it's like, yeah, I know like I fuck with you to this degree, but I'm like, we aren't, we haven't really seen each other much though either. So I don't really know. So I don't really want to post you, but at the same time, it's really confusing because I'm like, well, are we going to ever get to that point? I think so. But like, when is that going to happen? And are we going to see each other more often? Because I think that's what it really comes down to is this is going to sound fucked up or crazy. I, I, I Honestly, I don't give a fuck. This is just real. Like, I don't want to make this person my girlfriend until I am seeing them a lot, until I do feel comfortable 
putting them out there and putting them on there and feeling like we're in sync and feeling like I can be myself on my platform because this, you know, believe it or not, this is my baby. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is, this is a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying? Like the, what I'm presenting online is my story. So it's fucking hard. You know, it really is hard to, to make that decision. I think especially for anybody, it's like, again, when, you know, you try to think about the long term of things like shit, I, I stopped doing that. What I've done now is this. I've just said, okay, I'm just going to be right where I'm at right now today. Do I think she's cool? Yes. Right now today, do we have good communication and is it nice and consistent? Yep. Right now today, Am I bothered by the fact that I'm not sleeping with other people? Nope. Don't care. Really don't care. I feel like I'm just like celibate. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, it's, it's nice. I'm getting a lot of work done and shit. So it's like, it's not really a waste of time either. So that's where I'm kind of at with it is like, okay, day by day. You know, if it makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And each day, all I got to do is grind and, and do the things that are really important to me. Um, and I'm trying not to worry about that. And honestly, you know, think about this you know, women in general or relationships in general, let's just say hypothetically, I fucking toss her to the side. I said, peace out, bitch. <laughs> See you later. Okay. Yeah. I'm by myself and definitely will be in my own energy. But at the same time, what am I going to probably do? I'll probably, okay. Maybe I'll go on a date. I'm going to be honest with you. I've had uh, people in my DMs where I don't know. It's, it's like, you know, it's gotten a little sus where like, you know, it's gotten to a point where it's like, oh, we should hang out. You know what I'm saying? We should do something. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't act on that, but like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why would I pass up on something that could potentially be great for stuff that in the moment can be great? You know what I'm saying? It could be fun smashing a really hot girl. No offense. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just, just because I, you know, it would be nice, right? Just like me single. I could just do a bunch of shit that I was doing before. It's just like little casual things here and there. No big deal. I mean, I was happy, right? Like that's what I'm trying to say. It's really difficult because I'm, I'm probably happy either way to keep it real. Uh, but my whole point is if I got something good going right now, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with not, you know, pressing on those things. And that's what I'm saying. If it wasn't her, I'd just be replacing that time with probably somebody else, you know? Because I feel like companionship is nice and it's important. Now, do you want to become codependent that you need to have somebody? No. So I think that's what's nice, though, is when you build a relationship with somebody, though, it gives you that ease of being able to live your life and feel that emotional safety and having somebody to rely on. So at a minimum, I have this really nice relationship with somebody that's I think is very <laughs> dope. She's fucking gorgeous. She's uh, very trustworthy. She's very wholesome. Um, again, there's some things that are different and, you know, I, I want to minimize the bickering because we can't do that over the long, you know what I'm saying? We're not doing that forever. I'll, I'll be honest. And I even said it to her, I'm like, bro, if we go down that hole and we were, we are doing that consistently, like this is a no go for me, you know, straight up point blank. Uh, but I guess this is my point to you is in general is try not to overthink the, the relationship too much. If it's really what you want right now in the moment, you know, and move with it. Um, and adapt in the moment. Dating is really about adapting. A lot of people, we try to control too much the future of what we're doing, but the, really the hardest thing to do is really be present with your relationship. Like what stage are you in right now? Stop looking so far ahead. Stop trying to get outside of the moment so much and stop trying to control it. You understand what I'm saying? You don't need to control it. Let it go where it's naturally supposed to go. If you guys are meant to be, it will move in that direction. Now, here's the thing. If you're not feeling good, that's different, right? If you're not feeling like your needs are getting met, then that's a problem. Then you start expressing yourself and you start saying discipline to the things that you want. But my, this is what I'm trying to say. I've expressed my needs. I've said, hey, I need better communication. I said, hey, uh, less time on the phone, please. I said, hey, let's have a plan to see each other. What do I have? All three. Bing, bing, bing. All right, I'm good. But if you're in your relationship and you're saying, I'm going to go with the flow, uh, are you going with the flow or are you accepting something you shouldn't? And I think that's what you need to ask yourself. Because if your needs are not getting met, you're accepting something that you shouldn't. You're not going with the flow. You're going with the flow when you feel like your needs are getting met and you feel good about the relationship, but maybe there's just some little things that you just don't know what's going to happen. And that's okay. 
security is an illusion anyways. You know what I'm saying? Somebody could tell you that they love you, but who knows what's going to happen? No one could predict the future. And that's what you need to remember too in general is security truly is an illusion. It really is. That's what I'm saying. Me and her can say whatever the fuck we want to each other. <laughs> the only thing that matters is, is that we show up every single day and we bring the bucket and the fucking mop. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we go to work. That's it. And you got to be on the same page with your partner about that. You just kind of hope that they show up. And if they don't, that's okay. But that's why it's so important to build the strong sense of self. I love my life. I love the things that I'm doing. Uh, I don't need to negotiate. Or, you know, I, I will a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I want your needs to be met. Like, I'm, I am damn certain. I ask this girl, I think, once a week. How are you feeling? Do you, is there anything that I need to do that I could do better? I want you to start asking that to your partner. You, you guys should have a weekly check-in or, you know, it doesn't even have to be fucking like scheduled. It's not a fucking business meeting, but yo, talk to each other. Yo, <laughs> everything good. Are you happy? Am I, uh, you know, are there things that you need me to do better or, or is there things that you need me to do less? To be honest, you really need to get smart on those things and it will make your relationship so much easier. It'll make your life so much easier. Uh, but you know, before you could even get to that point, you know, you got to have a strong sense of self. You got to know what you want. Uh, and we're going to talk about that when we talk about um, how to get over somebody. But let's get into the video. I wanted to play this. Um, I think it's dope. Uh, somebody sent this to me. Oh, and the other thing is this. Um, if you guys have questions or videos or things you want me to react to, please DM me. DM me on the podcast account. DM me on my personal account. Say, hey, you know, can you answer this? Or, hey, here's my situation, right? Uh, I can't, you know, coach you for free in the DMs. I'm not going to do that. No offense. But at the same time, I could use it as a podcast topic and address it in public. So I technically could do it for you. You know what I'm saying? So feel free to hit me with the DM or any of those things. Um, all right, so let's play this video somebody sent me, um, and the title of the video is Why 76% of Men Are Terrified to Make the First Move, and the at is Chris Will X, that is who is speaking, that's his, this is his video, uh, I just want to give him that credit, uh, so here we go. Percent of women say they want a man to make the first move. 76% of men say that they are terrified of making the first move for fear of being seen as creepy. 20% of Gen Z say that a man approaching a woman in public always or usually constitutes harassment. What that means is guys know if they don't make the first move, nothing's going to happen. But if they do make the first move, they're going to maybe be seen as creepy and they're terrified of being me too Women cultivating receptiveness, I think is a good way to do this. There was this idea of like Renaissance Europe and the aristocracy in England where ladies would drop a handkerchief in front of them and oh, mom, and go back over. Oh, Jack, thank you so much. I think in a post-Me Too world, it's important for girls to realize that it's not no means no, it's anything that isn't fuck yeah with a sign held above their head. This is for any normal, respectful guy. It's just terrified of being on the wrong side of some like fucking Me Too drama. Treat every guy like a golden retriever. Total idiot and probably needs like broader signals than you think that they do. Linger the eyes for longer and then, yeah, they'll end up eventually coming over here's my thoughts on this um you know i'm gonna keep it real with you i don't know if like i just don't love the idea of men being terrified to go walk up to a woman to me that's just fucking a little bit too much that's like mm, that's just not my vibe personally because i'm gonna be honest with you i've never had a, a fear of being creepy towards a woman to keep it real I understand it for guys that, uh, I don't know, like, you see these, like, one-off 1% videos where women freak the fuck out or they trip out about a guy talking to them, and, of course, you get always, like, women on social media, like, talking about, like, I hate when guys come up to me, or, you know, you just see shit like that all the time, but in reality, in reality, are women really, are people really this, like, fucking angry about it? No, no. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do I think there's a right way to do it? Yeah. <laughs> I think the the hard part and the unfortunate part is, is like when, when you're a confident guy and you know how to communicate to a woman, you don't have this fear. But when you're a guy that is maybe a little bit more timid, you're a little bit more scared, you don't really have that strong sense of self-confidence, or maybe honestly, sometimes you, maybe you don't really understand social cues that well. Uh, to be honest, you can come off that way. And it, maybe it does happen to them a lot. Maybe they are terrified of talking to someone for coming off creepy. But to be honest, I'm going to keep it real. I, I purely think this is a cop out. That's an excuse. They, 
how are you terrified to to speak to a person in public? I mean, that I think it's just fear in general. And honestly, that really what it comes down to to me is like both sides are scared, but it's it's not easy to to talk to a stranger in public. And I understand that because when I first started to do that myself, like yo, it's nerve-wracking, especially a really good-looking person. Yo, it's not easy to walk up to them, have a, a really great conversation with them, look them dead in the eye, and keep a really good conversation. It's not easy because inside you have an alarm that's being like, holy fuck, holy shit, <laughs> she's hot, you know? It's, it is scary in that way. It's scary to me in the I'm nervous to talk to you because this feels like a really big moment kind of way, not like you're going to fucking me to me. And I understand there's a lot of people that probably say this on a fucking survey. But I'm going to keep it real. I mean, do I think he has a valid point about like women being more available to having that conversation? Yes. Because here's my thing, right? We got to bring both sides together. It's not about saying what side is not doing something right. It's about this. As a woman, if you want a guy to pick you up in public, you can make it 20 times easier for him. Yes. Let the eyes linger longer. Do things. Speak to him first. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand you want the guy to make the move, but you can absolutely give him the signal. And I think that he really said that there is like, you know, be a little bit more open, right? And he's saying, oh, we're going back to this era where you have to do that. That's not fucking true either, though. I'm sorry. Like, you know, a lot of women are scared too. You know what I'm saying? I, in my experience, like there's a lot of girls that I could tell are keeping their head down or keeping their, you know, they're in their little area, but then I could see like a, a little bit of them is receptive to a conversation. But to me, it feels like a little bit of anxiety and fear to just have a conversation with a stranger. And, and to be honest, like they'll walk by me, I'll say something really like goofy and they take their headphone out and they're down to have a full conversation with me. You know, you could tell some people are in their shit and, you know, to me, you can give off really obvious signals when you really don't want to talk to somebody. I, to me, you can make it obvious that way. I feel like it's really easy to do that. Put your fucking headphones on, look down, you know, just don't, you know what I'm saying? Zero play to the people in general. I understand not wanting to get approached and talked to, but at the same time too, it's like, yo, I don't understand people like that. I, I get people like, you know, you're busy, you got shit to do and, and trust me. One thing about the gym and me, the problem that I have, and I'm not trying to be this fucking guy, but the reality is, is like, I know a lot of people there. Sometimes it really gets fucking annoying when random people start talking to you, saying hi, want to have a conversation. Here's the problem. That's what I'm trying to say is like, yo, I know so many people in that gym. What people don't recognize is, is sometimes, yo, I understand you want to like take your headphone out and have a full conversation with me. But if the last four people have done that, I have now just spent 30 extra minutes in this gym having four-minute conversations with seven or eight different people. And so sometimes I'm just like, that's what I'm saying, even as a dude, <laughs> sometimes I feel like a hot chick where I'm like, okay, I have to show the signal that I do not want to be speaking or you just got to be honest. I mean, that's that's the crazy thing too is like, yo, we live in a society where it's like you don't want to be real, but that's... Everybody would appreciate that. I know it's hard, but yo, if you can't talk, hey, I'm on the phone right now. Hey, I can't have this conversation right now. Okay, cool. We're moving on. I understand it's annoying, but that's what I'm saying. For me, I'm looking down. I won't go say hi to you. I'm going to keep, or what I do is I like to give, give them a wave. <laughs> I see somebody in the gym I know, I'll be like, oh, hey, all right, moving on. I'll fucking wave and I'll just make a right. <laughs> I'm like, deuces. We're, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about anything. I just saw you yesterday, bro. I know the weather is nice and the same old shit. All right. Work's busy. Great. Sounds good, dude. <laughs> like I, you know what I'm saying? I get it. And I'm not trying to be obnoxious and, and an asshole, but that's just what it is, right? I, I have my workout that I want to get to. So here's the thing. I understand that sometimes it could be nerve wracking because you don't know what situation, but gosh, yo, social cues, come on. You're telling me as a guy, you can't figure out which girl really doesn't want to be talked to because I think the rest of them that are not in that group are probably open to a somewhat of a conversation. And if it's somebody that you have attraction towards and you really think you have a chance with, which I probably think you probably have a chance with more people than you actually perceive in your mind. Um, don't be afraid to walk up to them and have a conversation. I'm the type of dude that like, 
you can give me a signal or not. Like I don't, I don't really need a signal. That's what I said. You, your head could be down or it could be smiling at me. I don't need a signal. If I think you're really attractive at some point, I'm going to meander my way over to you and I'm going to say something nice or goofy. And if you don't respond nice to it, okay. It's not creepy of me to do that. I don't even care if you think I'm creepy. You know, that's what I understand. Who gives a fuck? If some girl that you thought was attractive, you walked up to them and she thought you were creepy or let's just say she yelled at you. She's like, fuck out of here, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, which never happens. I'm telling you, I've gone up to hundreds of women in my life. That has never happened to me. Never. I've had people be like, like literally she'll make a sound like, no, you know what I mean? She's like, look at me like, and you know what I'm saying? Or she'll just like turn her head. She just doesn't want to talk. Hey, so be it. Shoot or shoot. Shooters fucking shoot. And that's what I'm trying to say for both sides, men and women, right? You have to recognize something. Like, if you want the bag, you got to go get the bag yourself. And sitting here waiting for the other person to make the move, guy or girl, why do you want to even be in that category? My whole point is this. I'm going to push you to be in the confident category of people and not in the fearful category of people. So these statistics where 75% are fearful, I believe that because I walk around the gym. I see some really good looking dudes that never talk to girls, swear to God, because I could tell that they probably are in their head about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the most attractive guy there, but I'm definitely the most confident. <laughs> I'll tell you that much right now. I could feel the energy in the room. You know what I'm saying? There, I could tell there are dudes that are sitting there and, and they're in their head about it. But here's the other thing too. If you're a guy like... You got to go practice. I even tell this to my to the women I coach too. Yo, if you want to meet a guy in, in person in public, you got to start taking some risks. <laughs> Who? What are you waiting for? I understand you, you want Prince Charming to come walk up to you because it's very masculine. There's nothing wrong with giving a signal though. You know, there's not. And, and for the guys, yo, shoot your shot, man. Who cares if you're nervous? Who cares if you come off creepy? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Who, come off creepy. I'm telling you to do it. I'm saying go get rejected because you're going to get better. That's the thing that you don't understand. The first couple of times I'd gone up to girls, I'm nervous as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I, there was one time I remember I walked up to a girl on a treadmill and she was fire uh, and probably way more fire in my mind than she really was. But I remember walking up to her and I'm fucking shaking. Like I, like my shoulders, I'm like, hey, I, I think I said something like really weird. She was like, oh, you walking? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but you get nervous sometimes and like, bro, I'm not joking. I'll stutter my words. I was slurring my words because I was so nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, I'm not really asking good questions and I could tell that I'm nervous because I'm shaking. But the reality is, is like, I needed that moment because yeah, it was awkward. And she like got off the treadmill and talked to me for like a half a second. And I was like, oh, I got to go back to my shit. And like, you know, kind of like nothing ever happened with her. Like I, I never got the number, never nothing. But I learned so much just from that one interaction, right? Like I got more comfortable with it. I, I, I now understand what's a good time versus what's not. And it's all about practice. So that's what I'm trying to say is everything is fearful before you actually do it. The first time you got on a bike, it was probably pretty scary too. So I don't want to hear that you're scared of the Me Too movement. Like you're not, it's not sexual harassment to go talk to a person. You're not going to jail for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless you like grabbed her, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But if you walked up to a person and started talking to them, you can't go to jail for that. I'm fucking sorry. You can't go up to a girl and be like, hey, like I like your nails. Sexual harassment. Like, no, it's not. I would be like, call the cops. I would say, all right, call them, tell them to come here. I'm, I'm going to go to the fucking store. I got to go. You know, tell them to arrest me for saying I, I thought you were cute. They're going to be like, this is ridiculous. Sick of the me too shit. Like, listen, we live in a fearful ass culture. That's really what it comes down to. We really do. We live in a culture where, you know, fear is literally pushed. It's propaganda. So again, if you're a woman, don't be afraid to give the signal. I agree. Some people, some guys, the golden retriever thing, treat every guy like he's an idiot and he doesn't know. It's like, yeah, I guess. But also at the same time too, it's like, I don't know. Why don't we just make it easier for each other? Right? Why does it need to be so like black and white one versus the other? It doesn't need to be creepy, but both of you need to be able to take a risk. Women, y'all need to stop being, if you, if you want to meet somebody in public, stop being so shy. Honestly, uh, like you, you have to be, make yourself, 
more available, right? If you really want somebody to talk to you or talk to them yourself because it is probably pretty hard. It's nerve-wracking for both. That's what I'm trying to tell you. A guy or a girl. And if you're a guy, like, listen, bro, <laughs> I'm a man-to-man. We are hunter-gatherers. Like, it is our job to go fucking figure it out. It's your job to figure that out. It's your job to learn how to not be creepy. It's your job to learn how to pick your spots the right way, to start a conversation with somebody in a place that's that's right. You understand what I'm saying? I always reference a gym just because it's technically like the place to me that like a lot of people socialize that are in the health community. And like, yo, just in the stretching area, good place. You know, walking in, good place. At where you put your stuff down, good place. When they're in the middle of their set, not really, bro. You know what I'm saying? Come on. When they're doing something strenuous or they look like they're in their mode, leave them alone. But if they're stretching and they're using a fucking little cable, you know what I'm saying, and they're doing nothing on, on the grass and you know, you're know you next to them, you know, don't be afraid to say something. So my whole point is I understand that women want you to come up to them and that I think that's very valid. It's a very valid thing to want. Do I think you need to do that? No. Fuck the statistics. You know what I'm saying? Why are you playing by the world's rules? Why are you playing by the world's fears? Do what you want. If you want to create opportunities for yourself, you can do that. Now, again, if you want that masculine man to do it, then yeah, maybe you. what you need to do is give him the signal. And if he doesn't follow through, then yeah, that's on him. He laid an egg. Sorry. You're not confident enough to step up to me even after I'm smiling at you, even after I'm giving you the signal to come talk to me and you still don't do it. That's on him. At least you've done that. That's my whole point is at least do that. And if you're a guy, you got to start practicing even when they're not giving you the signal, bro. Let's go. Come on. None of this fucking fearful ass shit, man. It's all about taking risks. And, uh, you know, you're going to get better at this shit. Both of y'all, men and women. All right. Um, Let's go to the second question. Um, And this one's a fun one. Uh, It's actually it's actually a situation. So. Um, we're going to answer the question. Can you tell me as a guy, what's bad sex? (laughs) I feel like it's really simple for me, right? Because here's the thing. I feel like as a guy, you're the one that's in control of the sex. You know what I'm saying? No offense. Like we are the people that are providing the experience in my mind, right? When I'm having sex with a girl, to me, I'm the person that's in control. I'm more of a dom, like a dominant person in that sense, but also in the sense of, I think every guy feels this way, right? If you are a masculine man or that's what you want to be, uh, I would assume that, you know, obviously you have to take the lead. You have to take the lead. You you need, you want to be the person that's the, the you know, making the moves, um, so when I, when I hear what's bad sex in the opposite direction, right. From a girl's perspective, like for me, all you really need to do is show up, be enthusiastic, be ready to go, be able to take a dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just enjoy the moment. Um, I would say things that I want to see from you is definitely a little bit of like verbal, right? Like a lot of, some women are very silent and they don't say anything like, yo, your words are key. You know, tell me stuff. Tell me where to put it. Tell me where you like it. Tell me what it's doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need that. Give me the give me that energy. Like hype me up. You know what I'm saying? Men are we're egotistical creatures. Play on that. You know what I'm saying? Make him feel like he's your daddy. <laughs> like that's how I want to feel. Like I want to feel like I'm the best man that's ever fucking conquered your fucking coochie. You know what I'm saying? Bring that energy. Like, be like the helpless caveman. (laughs) Be like the helpless princess that's just getting fucking railed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who you need to be. (laughs) Where, like, you're submissive and loving it, and you're just, like, hyping him up. You know what I'm saying? Like, hype him up a little bit. But don't make it inauthentic. So I do experience also where... There's a lot of women, when I say be verbal, they're just like screaming things. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I had one girl that was like, like, daddy, daddy, daddy. I'm like, chill the fuck out. Like, make it real. Like, oh, I like that. Like, mm. oh, I love when you do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me some of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me know. Like, oh, right there. Just like that. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. Mm, mm, mm. That's nice. You know what I'm saying? Little things like that. Letting me know what you like. Because that's the other thing, too, is... As a woman, right, like 
it's hard for you to express what your needs are, right? And what spots feel good to you. Yo, you could use verbiage or, or your mouth to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right there, right here. Don't be afraid to put my finger in a spot that feels really good. Um, so I, I think that's what we're looking for, right? Good sex from a woman is confidence. It's enthusiasm. It's knowing what you want, where, <laughs> and how hard, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that, that energy is really fire. Um, and like I said, just like, you know, because that's what I'm saying. It's like, for me, it's like, I'm the person that's in control. Right. But I just need you to be there with me. Right. Like su submit in that way to me, like be down, like make me feel loved. <laughs> like if we're making love, I guess, like if I'm a missionary too, like, okay, let's do some sentimental shit. Right. Like, let's talk about some sentimental like moves, uh, as a woman, like, you know, grab the back of my neck, grab the back of my hair. Like, don't be, don't be afraid to use your hands, like dig your nails into my back. Like make me feel like this is the dopest D you've ever gotten in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it kind of just imagine it as like a, as an experience and you're creating that experience for the guy too. So I think that's really what good sex is in my opinion from girls is, and okay, we even talk about this, but like, you know, uh, I feel like the only thing you really need to know as a woman is how to give a blow job. You know what I'm saying? Like you really got to know how to give a, a blowy. And honestly, here's the thing. I'm just, I'm being honest with you statistically in my life, right? All of the, the beeges, I've had in my life, all the blows I've had in my life, um, you know, I would say most of them are, are about average and like they feel good and I'm like, oh, this is great. But there's only like a handful. I could only think of like two or three people, barely, that to me were like extraordinary. So for the most part, like if you know what you're doing a little bit, you're probably right on par and you're good enough. You know what I'm saying? It's the people that don't know how to do it at all. That, that to me is where it's a struggle. Like when you're biting it and your teeth are getting involved and it's getting choppy or, you know, you're not getting it down your throat. Like a lot of girls can't do that. That's nice. If you could fucking get it all the way down there. Fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and again, enthusiastic on it. Like, are you swallowing it? Are you spitting it? Is it getting messy? Like, I love that. Attack the dick. <laughs> You know, see, again, it's that enthusiasm, it's that confidence, it's that idea that you know what you're doing. Like, I want you to have almost the idea in your mind that you're licking that shit clean like it's like it's your last supper. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the energy. You know what I'm saying? It should be a little dribbly. It should be a little sloppy. That's all I'm saying. And, and honestly, it doesn't even need to be that crazy too, right? Like, you could do it right even in a slow, sensual way. But again, it's the vibe, it's the energy, and it's just trying to use your softness in a way as well, right? It doesn't always have to be hard and disgusting. It's not even about that. Let's say you're a princess. You know what I'm saying? Like you could still be a princess and still make it feel good. That's what I'm trying to say is, you know, maybe go online and start looking shit up because <laughs> that's the part that you can control. Uh, and then also too, like being on top, like knowing a little bit of maneuvers, but even then I I'm personally, I'm not even a fan of girls on top. So uh, I don't even really care if you can or cannot do it. And then the other thing too is just like flexibility, um, and like I said, being ready for the moment and then showing love, right? If it's a person I'm in a relationship with, like, tell me you love me dead ass. I'm not joking. Like, tell me you lovely, uh, tell me you love me during intercourse and I will absolutely cream pie. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the shit, you know, I want to feel all those emotions too. Like that feels really nice. So to me, that is what I would say is good when I, you know, meet somebody and also like down for shit too, right? Like, don't be afraid to do it on the stairs. Don't be afraid to do it in weird places. And that's what I'm trying to say is like most people really are. That's why I, I don't even want to sit here and say like, like bad, like bad sex really is just a lack of enthusiasm and inability. Like, like it's very, you're very rigid. Like you don't want to do a lot of stuff. Like you're just like very like, ew, no, you know what I'm saying? Like very just like timid, like not really silent. You know, I think I have a clip back in the day talking about like turkey bacon pussy. Like it's just like that flat, like that, like, you know, just that, like, you know, she's just like chilling, you know, you're not like, you know, there's no energy, you know what I'm saying? Just bring the energy. Um, and honestly, even if you're not a high energy person, it's just like, bring the love and don't be afraid to use your voice. Don't be afraid to tell me where it goes. Uh, so I, hopefully that <laughs> gives you enough information to get you started. 
Uh, also, a little handy action is good every once in a while, too. Um, and if you really want to go for the bells and whistles, I mean, you can start throwing your tongue in the backside, but you know, we're, we're going to save all of that for later. Um, you know, another day, but just be open to stuff. That's all I'm trying to say. And again, it doesn't need to be wild, bro. Like I hate this idea that like, you need to be like a freak. Like you really do not need to be a freak. You really don't. Sex does not have to be so fucking insane. Like you're bringing in like, I don't know, mouse traps and fucking ropes and you're fucking, I don't know, sawing off each other's hands and then throwing them up your ass. Like we don't need any of that. I could bang you in four positions and it'd be the sex, uh, the best sex of my life. It doesn't need to be all crazy and shit. You don't even need that. Again, it's just about... Are you present? Are you there? Are you confident? Are you enthusiastic? Are you using your voice? And are you ready to go? Let's have some fun. Don't be afraid. All right. So, okay. There was a little situation with it though, too. She said, I hooked up with this younger guy, 28. I'm in my forties, which I hope she already understand. This is casual. We had a great time, which he told me, but then the next day he ended all. We were just friends originally, but I could tell he was very attracted to me and I was a bit too... So one day we found each other alone at his place and one thing to it led to another and we had fun, but then he called it quits. So to me, was it the sex? I mean, we both climaxed. He complimented me during, then I don't know what happened. He just ended the whole friendship. No, <laughs> it's not about the sex. Yo, here's the thing. Sometimes like, and you need to realize this as a woman, right? There's girls in my past or, or just in general, right? Like every guy, I'm speaking for men. I'm, I'm being honest. Like I know what the fuck we do. Like there are some women that, you know, it's like it would be cool one time and that's it. And sometimes when we get it, we're just like, oh, we're good. Even if it is fire, even if it is good. There is a lot of girls where I've had sex with where I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. Solid. You know what I mean? Like high five. Great shit. Like, you know, good sex but I had no attachment to them and I had no real feelings towards them. So after that one time, I just didn't feel like hooking up with them ever again. So sometimes it's just like a fetish of the moment. And to be honest, when I heard 28 to 40, that's what I'm saying. I stopped it already at that point. I'm like, this is casual. Of course he doesn't want to continue on. Probably, you know, no offense. It's just like, I'm not saying he, it's, it's not impossible that he didn't want to, because if he just wanted to hook up casually and keep doing it, he could have. But again, there's a lot of women that men meet where we really are looking at you as a one-time thing. No offense to keep it real. Like there are women where, again, the sex could be great. Yo, there are, there are people that I have coached personally, clients, where she is confused because she's like, I don't get it. Like I know my sex is fire and I know it's fire because we had some crazy conversations and I'm not going to lie to you either. Uh, you know, she's been around, you know what I'm saying? She does her shit, very sex positive. So I know she knows what the hell she's doing, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's less about how good you are. Cause I also explained too right now how like for a guy, sex is really mostly controlled by me. You know what I'm saying? So yes, you meet a girl that the sex is fire, but it's really more about like, okay, do I really want to spend time with this person outside of this? Do I really think they're attractive? Is this really something that's really meaningful to me and that I really care about? You know what I'm saying? Yes, the sex could be great, but that's what I'm trying to say is like, I, I still feel like guys don't stay just because of bomb sex. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like there's women in my past where I definitely wanted to more uh, because the sex was fire, right? But at the same time, too, if I didn't really like you that much and, you know, it was just like a fling or it was just like a moment to me, sometimes it really is just that, right? It really is just a moment. It, you, you're really not anything more than that. So that's the unfortunate part. And, and that's what I'm trying to tell you is like to keep it real. I don't think it was the sex. And who knows? Maybe you will at some point have it again. The other thing, too, is with casual and, and a lot of women don't recognize this is like, yo, casual sometimes means to a guy that we're going to hook up and I'm barely going to talk to you. <laughs> I'm barely going to hit you up. And honestly, the only time I'm ever going to hit you up is probably when I'm thinking about or feeling horny. You know what I'm saying? So don't get alarmed or confused when that happens. And maybe the friendship that he had with you, he did want to have that friendship with you to unlock that door. But once that door was unlocked and he got it, he was like, all right, I'm good. I got what I needed out of this. And I know that's unfortunate to hear, but the reality is, is, it happens like that sometimes. It really does. You know what I'm saying? You you told me you guys were friends, keeping it chill. You guys were alone. You guys had a moment. You know what I'm saying? It was a moment. 
who knows if that's going to continue on after that. And that's the unfortunate part about relationships. Like sometimes it just goes down like that. The girl that I hooked up with on my birthday, uh, we banged sex was fire. Like it was good. Um, and we just didn't really ever make a plan to meet up again. I hit her up a couple times after that, maybe once or twice, just never saw each other again. It just wasn't a priority. You know what I'm saying? In a weird way. And the sex was fire. Sometimes you just keep going in life and you're like, because I know that's not my person, my forever person, like I don't really care that much. Like I think women overvalue how much men care about sex. Like, yes, do we want it? Definitely. But there is other stuff that we prioritize over it, right? Like we're not just going to always hook up with everything moving because we also want to get to that place for ourselves where we do find something really meaningful. And we know we can't get there if we keep hooking up with people that we don't really care about that much. You get what I'm saying? It's also like prioritization and the things that I care about. So, all right. Last thing um, we're going to tackle is this girl sent in a scenario um, and she said, how to get over someone so quick, even when I have all the right reasons and I understand why I cannot continue the relationship, but it hurts so bad still. I mean, listen, this is really fucking tough. And so, oh, before I even answer this situation, um, this week, breakup boot camp, it's coming out and this is exactly what we are going to address. If you take this boot camp, I promise you, you will get over anybody you will detach very quickly <laughs> uh, because I will give you literally every skill tool uh, perspective that you could possibly get on getting over somebody because that's what this really is about because to be honest you and millions of other people feel this exact same way this is very common right whenever we go through a breakup and this is how I introduce the boot camp whenever we go through a breakup or we know something isn't right for us it's fucking hard it attacks our self-worth. And I think that's where you are getting stuck, right? I think everybody gets stuck and, and is so attached. I mean, there's two main things. Number one, emotionally, you're so invested into this person. And I even say this in the boot camp is like emotions aren't logic, right? Like when you care about somebody genuinely, even if all the right reasons are there or they tell you that you're not the one, it doesn't turn off your feelings. It doesn't make you just stop liking them all of a sudden. Like that shit's still hard to hear. And when you're invested in somebody and attached to somebody, it's not easy. It doesn't happen super quick. So let me give you a couple highlights um, from the boot camp, just kind of like I have. Um, and again, if you really want to get deeply invested into it, um, you can go and purchase it. Um, really fucking awesome. I think you're really going to love it. It's like over an hour or so of content specifically about this question. Um, but to give you like the, the summary version, I guess, is I, I don't, I don't think there necessarily is something that automatically gets you over somebody just immediately quick. Now, I think there's ways and, and perspectives in order to think about it in order to get you to that place. But I think this is really what needs to happen is I, I think number one, you need to start reflecting on how this person, yes, maybe they were great. And yes, maybe they were so awesome. But a lot of the times we are romanticizing these people. We are romanticizing um, how great they are for us because if somebody was so great for you, right? Because that's what we're really trying to find in dating is somebody that is truly in authentic alignment with who we are. That's what it is. It's not about just picking the person that you like see and you're like, they're attractive. Let me go for it. Like, yeah, that matters. Like the attraction matters. But really what you want is somebody that you can be your authentic self with, right? I can be literally exactly who I am, right? I'm going to come as I am and you're going to accept me for exactly who that is. And if somebody's sitting there and turning around and telling you that your energy, your effort, your genuine appreciation for them is not what they want and is not good enough, I understand that hurts. But you've got to have the self-esteem built to understand that that is just not your person. That is just not the puzzle piece that fits in with your life. And I understand that it doesn't just happen. It's not a quick fix thing, right? It, yes, you could have that mental understanding. And I think that's what you're even telling me, right? I could have this mental understanding that they aren't my person and it could still hurt. Yeah, it does. But also the quickest way to get out of hell is back in, is you need to go to the middle. You need to accept the fact that you are disappointed. 
what we like to do is we like to distract ourselves from the truth. And that's what romanticizing is in general, right? Because that's what we're doing. We're romanticizing what this connection is and what it means to us and how important it really is to our lives and our livelihood. I'll ask you this question. If you found somebody that was just as good looking and more authentically aligned to you, would you be feeling sad right now? You probably would not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You probably would not. Sorry, one second. Yeah, not not right now. Thank you. Sorry, uh, cleaning. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? It's like if you found somebody that was just as good looking as them, and again, you guys had a better vibe, you, you wouldn't even be feeling this way right now. But what that means to me is um, you don't trust that that will come. You don't trust that there is somebody else better out there for you. And, and that's the perspective that you need to take on this. And that's what you need to understand is there is somebody else better out there for you. It, it is a limiting belief to think that there isn't somebody out there that you have just as much chemistry with that is just as attractive that can meet your needs. You can absolutely fucking find that. And here's the reality. Um, the relationships, in my opinion, the reason that they break is for three reasons. And I explain this in the boot camp more in depth. But in total, the first one is maybe you didn't show up confident. So this is more about the talking stage, right? Maybe you didn't show up as your most confident version of yourself. Maybe you were in fear. Maybe you were acting insecure and it pushed them away. Number two, you aren't really authentically aligned to that person. Maybe there actually is personality differences between y'all, red flags of beliefs that you are choosing to ignore and now the chickens have come to roost and you just don't want to accept the fact that you truly are different and you guys are not on the same page. And then the third thing is, is this. You could be authentically aligned to this person. They could be really attractive. You could have shown up confident. You could have shown up genuine. But at the end of the day, you do not control the way the other person feels about you. You cannot control whether or not that person views you in that same way. And if somebody's turning around and telling you that you are not it and you are not that person for them, you got to accept it. I know it's fucking hard. And, and I think that's the stage that you're at right now where you're like, okay, like, what do I do in this moment? What you do in this moment is you start to work on your self-worth because that's what's really happening here, right? Is you need to get back in on yourself. You need to create a happy life for yourself. You need to be happy on your own. And actually, the reason that you're even feeling sad is because you are putting this person on a hypothetical pedestal like your life isn't great, like, you're, like your life isn't happy. And what that means to me is that this person was filling a void that you had in yourself. We need to get more complete on our own. We need to love our life. We need to be so sure of ourselves that if somebody tells us no, that it is absolutely okay. And I described that at the beginning of this podcast. I talked about that. It is so important that there is a part of you that is never lost in a relationship. And, and that's where we're at right now. And I understand, again, being sad because, again, we're emotionally invested in that person. But, but please believe me when I tell you there is something better coming for you. There is something better out there for you. You're going to find it. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Do the work. Get help. This is what I help people with directly, to be honest. But you understand what I'm saying? Like this, That is the work that needs to be done. And this is why I do what I do. It's because I know so many people that feel the way that you do like this. And it is fucking hard. It's not easy to break that attachment. It doesn't happen overnight. When you say the word quick, I just laugh. Because that's what this world is. It's a world of instant gratification. Guess what? Life is uncomfortable sometimes. Buckle up. Put the seatbelt on. You have to be okay with it being uncomfortable. You have to be okay with it hurting. You have to be okay with being disappointed by somebody and people sometimes. You have to. Strap your helmet on. Put the boots on. Get the gloves on. You got you to gotta go to work. And here's the other thing too. And again, this is what I help my clients with directly is putting that work in. Um, but, but really this is what it comes down to is if you want to do it the quickest way is you got to do it the authentic way. And the authentic way is by doing the work is by loving your life is creating a life that you truly love. Honest. 
And that's going to be the next thing you know, if you start doing the things that you love, no matter how uncomfortable it is, you will find somebody that will be more alignment with you and you will not be sad anymore. Promise. Promise. And that's why I guarantee the people I work with, I'm like, yo, I will get you companionship. 1000%. Seriously. There is somebody for everybody in this world. That's a promise. But again, you got to believe that it's out there. You got to get uncomfortable and you got to be willing to do the work. Are there people that I've coached before that are unwilling to do the the uncomfortable shit and they get nowhere? 1,000 fucking percent. And there's just some people where you can't help. If you are not willing to help yourself, <laughs> listen, I can't help you either. I can tell you all the things. I can give you all the tools. I can give you all the knowledge. But if you do not apply it, <laughs> I can't do more. I can't do more than that for you. I'm sorry. And, and the same in this situation for you is... You know, you, you got to be okay with it being hard. You got to be okay with it not being easy. And eventually you're going to get to that place where you will be happy. I promise. I know for a fact. So here's the thing. Buy Breakup Bootcamp. You will thoroughly enjoy it. I promise you will. Um, a lot of great information. A lot of what we just talked about, but just in more depth to really help hit it home. Also journal prompts for you to really reflect on doing the work. And then if you ever want to work with me personally, that is always an option as well too. So um, I really appreciate you guys a lot. Um, please send in your questions. Please send in your situations. I'm here to help you. Um, I love you guys a lot. My cleaners are fucking, <laughs> fucking out here vacuuming upstairs. Uh, all right. I'll talk to you very soon. Namaste. That's so, that's so sus. <laughs> no namaste. Fucking regular. Uh, goodbye. See you later. Have a great one. I love you.